Welcome back to Happy and Healthy. My name is Janine Amopola. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, this is a podcast where I love to help you guys. I love to help you be happy and healthy in all aspects of life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And I post these podcasts every single Tuesday. So make sure you guys come back next Tuesday for another episode. Y'all, I am so excited for today's episode. This has been probably one of my most highly requested guests on this podcast, Miss Sadie Robertson Huff. Actually, I should say Mrs. Sadie Robertson Huff. Um, We had a really good conversation all about social media. She's releasing a new book February 1st called Who Are You Following? And it is just an amazing book. I've already been reading it because I got a digital copy from her and just the intro, let alone, like I already relate to it. And so I think you guys are going to enjoy today's episode. But if you guys don't know, I post these on YouTube as well. So you guys can watch this episode as well. So make sure you guys click the link down below in the show notes or just search Happy Healthy Podcast on YouTube and you guys can watch these as well. Again, I post these every single Tuesday on YouTube. So make sure you guys check that out, subscribe to the channel and check out our Instagram as well as TikTok. So I am now featuring y'all's questions at the end of the podcast. So we had some fans that got to ask Sadie some questions. So if you want to be featured in the next, go check out the Happy and Healthy podcast Instagram to be featured in the next episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I believe you guys are going to. I personally loved it. And Sadie is just an amazing person. I look up to her and I'm inspired by her and she's just an incredible human being. And she is also the real deal. Like I've met her obviously, and you guys will hear a little bit of our story in this podcast, but she is the real deal. She's the same offline as she is online. And so just be encouraged by that, that if you're ever wondering like, is Sadie the real deal? Yeah, she is the real deal. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and let's just get right into it. Okay, Sadie, oh my gosh. Welcome to Happy and Healthy. I am so excited to have you on here. How are you doing today? Thanks, girl. I'm so excited to be on. Uh, Today has been a full day of press, but I'm glad to see a familiar face. And uh, just so thankful for your podcast and all the stuff you're doing. And I'm pumped to get to join. Oh, thank you so much for joining on it. Like, it has honestly been so crazy the amount of people that have been requesting you. You are a woman in demand. I mean, I know you probably know that, but everyone, like, whenever we poll, like, who do you want next? Everyone says Sadie, Sadie, Sadie. So thank you for doing this. They love you. Well, thank you. Thanks, everyone who requested that I be on. Y'all got me here. So I'm thankful. (laughs) Very thankful. Exactly. So I feel like I don't really have to introduce you, but for maybe the small, you know, percentage of people that don't know you, do you mind introducing yourself, kind of what you do and what your thing is? Yeah, so my name is Sadie Robertson Huff. I am a Huff now. I got married uh, a little over two years ago, and we have a beautiful daughter, Honey. She's, she's uh, eight so months cute. old. Yes, she's amazing. She's grown up so fast. But before I was a Huff, I'm a Robertson, and my family had a TV show called Duck Dynasty, which is kind of what made our family known or famous, if you will. And then from that, I started a ministry called Live Original, where basically I just encourage all my sisters and friends in the world to be the original person God created them to be. And I do that through a podcast called Well That's Good. I have a blog, I have an app called Ella's Sister, gosh, um, written books, anything and everything that I can do to encourage people where they're at. And so that's kind of a little bit of my story. Oh, I love it. And that's actually, you know, backstory for those that don't know, that's actually how Sadie and I 
met was through your LO uh, sisters weekend. And that was in um, Louisiana. And that was so, so fun. And honestly, it's just really cool to see just like the impact you're making and um, just how you get to help so many girls like all around the world. So I've been super impressed by the LO sisters thing. And I'm super excited to chat with you. So we're obviously here because you are releasing a book tomorrow. Is that correct? It's coming out crazy. Tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Yeah, your new book is called "Who Are You Following? Pursuing Jesus in a Social Media Obsessed World." And the subtitle is just honestly super catchy. It's something that if I was walking down, you know, a book aisle, I would pick that up because we do know that our culture and generation is completely obsessed with social media. I mean, you and I both use it. We use it to, you know, promote awesome things, promote God, um, help people know Jesus. But there are a lot of cons to it as well. And I actually just ended a two-week social media break, like literally today. Um, Took a long, long break because I was realizing that I was becoming obsessed. I was in this hustle culture thing. And so I'm excited to chat about this book. And so I kind of want to hear your heart behind it. Why did you write it? When did you feel like, okay, this is the moment I realized I needed to write this book? I'm so excited about the message book. And I think it's super timely. Basically, back whenever um, I kind of had a moment that you did where I knew I needed to take a social media break. And this was a few years ago. And that's literally how the book starts. I talk about how like, I had my hand over the little icon button, holding it down, pressing the X because I knew it needed to go. And basically, um, yeah, social media had just become a toxic thing for me. I will say before I go any further, I love social media. I think social media is awesome. I think it can be used for such good. My thing is that social media is only going to be as healthy as we are. So let's get healthy while we're doing it. So I just want to state that before I even go any further. But I got to this point where it was not healthy for me because I was not a healthy person. And I realized that I was kind of in the same thing you were. But for me, it kind of mimicked itself in comparison and uh, just some of the comments were really getting to me. I was feeling really a lot of anxiety about all that. I was kind of like obsessed with um, certain aspects about what I looked like. There was moments where for me, I felt like I was living one way in my personal life in a different way on social media, and I didn't like that, and so I needed to delete it, and this was several years ago, and then um, over the ne- last few years, I felt like I've gotten to a super healthy place with social media, and because of that, I've seen like some huge impact that I've been able to make because of social media. Like My platform has reached so many girls uh, for good. It's helped a lot of people in their own personal life, and so I just kind of saw how at one point, social media was such a dark place, but then when I became a light, it became brighter, you know? And Absolutely. so I kind of started to think about, man, that would be a good message. Then one day I was reading the word and it really stuck out to me that when Jesus was calling his disciples to follow him, he literally said to them, follow me. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That's like social media. Like we follow each other. Then as I started diving into the scripture with the context of social media, I was like, oh my gosh, like God, Jesus himself can relate to so many things we're going through in social media. Like he actually spoke to so many of these problems that seem specific to social media, but are really just human problems in general. And so I had this idea um, to write this book, Who Are You Following? I had like all the chapter titles in my mind. I pitched it to a book company, the book publishing company that I work with. And they said, we want this book like tomorrow. They were like, this is a now book. And um, I was like six months pregnant at the time. And I was like, 
uh i don't know if i can get this you're right a now champion as i thought about it i was like no this is a timely book this is a now thing and so i wrote it i um finished it when honey was like two months old and uh finally turned it in and oh it's gosh. crazy now she's only eight months and the book's out um tomorrow and full circle moment but I do believe that it's a now book I think that this message is important that it comes out at this time because I think people are really struggling right now and they need some help when it comes to navigating through social media and the effects that it has gosh that is amazing and I'm just I'm so impressed that you wrote it while being pregnant and also having honey like that is so 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 impressive and I I absolutely think you're right I think this is a book that is so pertinent for right now I mean Of course, we can sit here and kind of just dump on social media all we want. We can talk about all the negatives. And, like, I'm doing this post literally right now, like, after we get off this podcast, posting all my thoughts on, like, social media and, like, what I learned from fasting from it and taking a break. And there's, of course, so many cons and negatives. And on the flip side, there's so many pros. Like, I was saying in my post, and what I heard you say is that we're able to reach people. We're able to help people, inspire people, Mm -hmm. and also, like, follow other people that inspire us like not only what we put out I love following you I love following like Sean and Andrew East like there's so many amazing people that I'm like wow I'm learning from you and totally so like I do have a question like who are some of your favorite people that you feel inspired by that you love to also follow I love that I do love Sean and Andrew East I think they're hilarious they Um, are I love I love following pastors like I love following Louis Giglio, Christine Kane, Ben Stewart, Jenny Allen like these people who like you get on social media and you're genuinely like fed because yes. of the things that they're putting out. I love following. Do you follow Full M House? No. Should I do that right now? Okay. <laughs> yes, you should do it right now. They are hilarious. They post like funny videos and their goal is literally to laugh every day. And like um, they want to laugh as much as kids laugh. And so they put like funny videos. And so that's the beauty of social media. You're right. Like you can follow these people who are like amazing and hilarious. And that's the thing that I want to get across is that it's as healthy as you are. You create your space, you create your community, you create who you follow. But if you're not intentional about it, that's when it gets dark. But when you're intentional about it, it can actually be like the coolest place. And you can look, get on social media and be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I just like went to church. Like all these people are like so incredible. That's actually, I feel like that's so true because that's mainly what I think changed my life as well. And like me enjoying social media is changing up who I was following and I think a lot of times people think it's like rude to either mute or unfollow someone. And I think it's part of the pruning process. It's like okay to do that. And it's not like you're trying to be spiteful or just evil to someone. It's just like, hey, this isn't feeding me. And if you really don't want to like affect the friendship, then just mute them. You know what I mean? Mute. But a lot of the people I follow too, like Jonathan McClure, Jenny Allen as well, like I love going on my Instagram and feeling fed. And so I, I love that you said that. So My next question is, uh, what are some of your habits with social media then? Like if you're trying to stay healthy, how are you doing that? How often are you taking breaks? Do you have people posting for you so that you're not constantly producing as well? Yeah, so there are times in my life where I'll take breaks so that I – have a promotional post that I have to post. And if you're an influencer, you'll understand that language. There are times where you're working with another brand and they'll literally say, this is your day, you know? So there are moments where I'll, you know, tap in a friend or a teammate and say, hey, um, you know, I I personally need a break, but um, can you get on and post this for me? And I've done that a few times and it's actually been great and really beneficial for my life. But then there's sometimes where I'll see like, 
can have a few weeks where I can just take off and I'll just log off. Like, and for me, I literally have to delete the app because if I don't delete the app, I will keep going on it. (laughs) So I mean, even just two weeks ago, I deleted it for a week because I was going on this team retreat and then, um, and so I just like wanted to not have any distraction. And so I think that there are times in my life where I'll see like, okay, I don't need to be distracted right now, or I need full attention to this one subject or this message that I'm writing or this, maybe it's even to honey. Like I just need to, be there for her I need to be there for my friends I'll just delete it but I think healthy habits are yeah creating those boundaries of saying okay now's the time I should delete it or maybe it's a screen time saying okay I'll instead of two hours I'll do one hour you don't have to be like 15 minutes like Christian's screen time on social media is literally 15 minutes and he like never passes it okay mine's an hour and I still pass it sometimes you don't even want to know what mine is then No, like know your limits, you know, like you don't have to do something crazy, like do it within your own boundary, but just do it healthy, you know, and I think you're so right about the mute and unfollow button. It's not rude. It's it's guarding your heart, you know, it's guarding your heart and you have to guard your heart. It's the wellspring of your life. And um, I think, you know, for me, one thing I realized is like, I was following a lot of celebrities that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And like, they weren't doing anything good for my life, you know, and I still follow celebrities. Like I follow Reese Witherspoon. I love following her. She's so cute. She's fun. That's fine. But I was following all these like models who like, I have, I don't know. They're not posting anything like encouraging to me. And I'm looking at them and just thinking like, dang, you know, like I need to go work out or something like, you know, you don't have to follow, you know, and that's not to say that, you know, you also shouldn't compare yourself. And there's a whole aspect of that too, but there are just some follows that just aren't beneficial for your life. And um, I think you can start with like, maybe there's some celebrities or people that you don't know, or people that you're not friends with anymore, whatever that you might could mute or follow. And it's crazy. Like subconsciously, we don't know how it's impacting us. And I think that's what's so scary and like why the Bible is so clear about, you know, guarding your heart and your minds and meditating on what's, you know, holy and pure and lovely and true and noble. Because if we're not, then we're consuming things that aren't that. And all of a sudden we are producing this bad fruit and we're like, wait, why do I have this bad fruit? Why am I more jealous? Why am I more angry, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like you have to do like a mental audit or like an audit of like your mind or like, okay, what is it that I've been filling myself with? And like Jonathan Bakuda always says, be mindful of what you're mindful of. And that Mm -hmm. quote has just like stuck with me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I'm not mindful of this, I'm going to be producing some really nasty things that I didn't want to. And so that's why I just, I do encourage people like be careful what you're consuming because then you're all of a sudden turning to someone or having some fruit that you're like, wait, whoa, this is not what I yeah. wanted. And that's definitely what I wanted people to think about, because I think, you know, we're like so confused as to why we feel these feelings of loneliness or why we feel this anxiety or why we feel this comparison. And I'm like, what's your screen time? You know, right. if it's five hours on social media, you probably are going to feel anxious. You probably are going to feel lonely. And so just understanding that, like who you're following is who's leading you. And that's why even the title of the book is a question. It's asking that question, like, who are you following? Like, what are you looking at? Because who you're following is who's leading your life is who's influencing you. And um, so, yeah, great point. That's so true. I love that quote. Jonathan was on my podcast this past year and Christian interviewed him and he said that quote and yeah. we like had that as like the top quotes of the year. It was just so good. It has stuck with me. I will tell you that. So my next question is if you could like walk through kind of like the process of when you were two years ago going through 
the deleting and redownloading and the struggling, like I'm can, I can guarantee you, and you probably know this, there's so many people going through that right now. They're, mm-hmm. you know, hating themselves. They don't know their identity. They're feeling stuck. They're feeling anxious. And they're like, they think the solution solution is in social media. So like, can you walk through what that feeling was like and that process was like, and then speak to the person that's going through that right now? Yeah, totally. So I know so many people are there and I think, you know, it's almost like this feeling of unmet expectation. Like you think that if you get a following or if you get a certain amount of likes or if you get noticed by this person, then you'll feel loved. And then the problem is we get that and we don't feel loved or we um, hit fame, but we don't feel known or we do all these things. And it's because like there's a false expectation there. Like social media can't give you the desires of your soul Mm. just like no other idol can and social media is just another idol you know it can be food for people it can be sports it can be um, accomplishments and jobs or whatever and social media is like kind of the thing now it's just become another idol so you just have to know that can't fill you and that's why following Jesus or following people is the most important thing because when you're in relationship with Jesus you can know that you're loved and you can know that you're wanted and you can know that you're accepted and you can know that you have a purpose and you can know that you have a plan despite what anybody else says despite how anybody else reacts despite how any crowd you know reacts when you walk in a room or anybody likes or comments on a post that you make you know that because who you're following Jesus is the most important thing in your life and so what I want people to realize is when the relationship with Jesus is good their relationship with people is are good when their relationship with Jesus is good their relationship with themselves is good your relationship with Jesus is good your relationship with social media is good and so I think it's um using wisdom to delete social media for a certain amount of time But I think that that should be done only to mature your heart to be able to come back with the mindset of intention, with the mindset of I'm going to do something good with this. Because I don't think we should say, well, that's just horrible. That's just bad. Delete it. Because social media is not the problem. Right. We are. You know, we're the problem. It's It's our own insecurity. It's our own, you know, jealousy. It's our own. Um, discontentment with our relationship with the Lord. And so get healthy, then go back and be the light of the world, you know? Yeah, that is so good. I love that you said that because I do think there's a lot of like older people that are looking down on social media and being like, that's the problem and that's the problem. And and I love what you said. It's like, no, we're the problem. Like we're the ones perpetuating these toxic cycles. We are the Mm -hmm. issue. And so if we're going to complain about it, we're not do anything about it. Then we're just complaining. We're not actually changing the culture. And so I love that that's your heart posture is to say, okay, then how can we be the light? How can we fix it? Because yeah, then you're just you know, creating a further problem by just complaining or just getting rid of it. And I think before when I was really struggling with social media, I kept being like, well, maybe it's just because God doesn't want me on here. Maybe I just need to delete it and just delete my YouTube channel. And then I was like, but then who's going to be the light? Like who's going to make a difference? And it's not that God's saying, Janine, it's all on your back or Sadie, it's all on you. It's just that if God's given you the heart or the talent or the giftings, then go make a difference, be a light. And I think that's really where we can change our mindset about it is not just pointing fingers all the time, but saying, okay, let me like point the fingers back at myself and say, what am I going to do? What responsibility and ownership am I going to take? And I just, I love that you touched upon that. Yeah. I think it's so important to take responsibility and ownership in your own life and social media, you know, it's so easy to point the finger, but it's so silly that we do because it's all reality. You choose who you follow. Yep. You choose what you search in the little bar. 
You choose what you like. You choose what you comment. You choose what you post. You choose how you filter. You choose how you write the captions. So why in the world is it anyone else's fault, you know? Right. And so I think that's why it's so important that we look at ourselves and say, okay, why am I unhealthy? Why is this not a good thing for me? Um, and I think if you give yourself time, if you delete it for a second and actually think and actually meditate on it, ask the Lord, like, you'll see why. And then let God redeem those moments in your heart so that you can go back and be strong. I mean, I think, yeah, you're right. The older generation's like, oh, this is horrible. Social media is terrible. I've heard that, you know, too. But when I read in Matthew, when God says, you know, you're the light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. And then it says, you don't light a lamp and put it under a stand so that it's hidden from the house. No, you put the light on top of the stand so that it gives light to the whole house. Mm. In the same way, Jesus says, let your light shine before men so that they may see your father in heaven. And so for me, I think social media is a perfect example of that. God didn't light us up to be light of the world to to hide under a stand. I mean, social media is a place where literally I was on Instagram live a couple hours ago and people were like, hey, from Singapore, hey, from Canada, hey, from Uganda. And I'm like, what other place can you literally be the light of the world, you know? but this amazing platform, but like be light in it, you know, and let people see your father through you. And so I think when we also when we're on social media with the intention of hey this is not about me being promoted this is about the kingdom being built like just incredible things happen gosh absolutely and that's like literally something when I do this post I was talking about how I feel the same way I'm like it is the coolest thing to be able to reach so many different countries from like literally my living room I'm like it's crazy it's so crazy (laughs) and like you probably know I have this um thing called the abide tribe and I just think about like the tribes of the Bible and like how there's so many different like ethnicities and cultures mixed into one and I look in that list too and it's literally girls from all over the world and I'm like praise you God like that I can have this reach or that we can have this reach and it is just this like the coolest thing. Um, so cool. I love it. So the next question I have for you is like, do you ever feel the pressure to post something that like, isn't really you or to be perfect? And I know that that cycle can be very exhausting. I know there was kind of like a period on social media where like everyone wanted to be like the most perfect, beautiful, skinny, whatever. Do you feel like that's kind of like shifted to more authenticity and like, how do you handle that now? Totally. Yeah. I think you to, um, just a few years ago, probably whenever I deleted social media, it was like very much into perfection, like your goals and you're this type of goals, you're that type of goals or whatever it was. I mean, I remember everyone being like, thigh gap goals, eyebrow goals, you know, all the things. And it was very much about like what you look like, or it was about the aesthetics of your page being all one color. I I did not like that trend of social media. That was a lot of pressure. That was a lot of pressure in what you looked like and what you appeared to be. Um, And I kind of fought that. I mean, I definitely resisted that through, I made a YouTube video about it. It was my first YouTube video ever to make. And I was like, basically talking about how like, I'm not goals. Like, I hate when people say that because to be honest, like, I'm so insecure about my own self. And like, I feel like I'm struggling with jealousy and control and all these things. And I just didn't want people to think that like, like you see this as goals, but like my heart is not good right now. Like Mm. I'm not happy. And like, I wanted people to realize that like, it can look good, but that doesn't mean it is good. And I love how in the Bible, when God's going to anoint David as king, um, he tells Samuel, hey, like man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I think that was really convicting me at the time that like, man, like 
man does look at the outward appearance and my outward appearance right now is being praised but my heart is unhappy and so I was like resisting that and now I feel like there's this big push to like authenticity and sometimes I think the danger of that is we almost feel the need to be so authentic that we're like over vulnerable to the world of social media who doesn't know us and who is not in relationship with us and so I think for me kind of a boundary for me and a a check for me is like am I posting something on social media needing something from anyone else if I am I don't need to post it if I need likes if I need attention if I need to feel um loved if I need to feel um you know, wh- whatever it is, and I probably don't need to post it. I love what Christine Kane says. She says, wait to share your story until your story becomes your testimony. Mm. Because what happens is sometimes we share our story because like we need people's affirmation or we need people's um, empathy or sympathy, but like wait to share it with the world until it's your testimony. Cause that's how people are going to see Jesus. And, um, and I say that to say, not that you don't want to share the things that you're going through and the hard stuff. That's beautiful. But share it with your people first. Like share it with your your husband or your friend or your best friend or your mom or your mentor. Because like those are the people that are actually going to be able to feed you. And then when you go on social media, like share from the overflow of your heart. Like, oh gosh, yeah, yes. give people a window in and be like, yeah, this is what I'm going through. It was hard. But like I'm okay or whatever it is. Like I don't need social media to affirm something God's already affirmed in me. Um, but I'm happy to share it. Oh my gosh, I absolutely love that advice. That is something I think I had to learn the hard way is that I felt like, again, out of a place of lack or insecurity, I was overcompensating and being this like over vulnerable person. But in the end, it made me look kind of dumb. And also people would be like, okay, this girl has so many problems. And I think it is so true. I love that quote from Christine Kane. I'm going to write that down because it's so true. And and coming from a place of abundance is so different than a place of lack of like, hey, y'all, I'm really struggling. Affirm me. And you have your hands open, like waiting for them to tell you who you are versus like, hey, I figured this out through the Lord. And here's now what you can learn from that. And I, I learned that the hard way. And I just think that is such a good message for influencers to listen to. I mean, literally anyone to listen to. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Okay, so there are some, to kind of finish up here in a little bit, there are some questions from some followers that submitted these. So um, Sophia asked me, how did you know, or asked you more like it, how did you know that Christian was the one? Great question. Um, You know, it's funny because some people say like, I don't know when it was and who's the one I know like when it was that I knew Christian was the one it was actually kind of ironic I was going to actually break out with Christian when I realized <laughs> Christian was the one and it wasn't because I wanted to break out with him it was genuinely because um I had dated so many just not not that they weren't great people the relationships were not great they were just unhealthy relationships and they like would be jealous so like when I would get busy or whenever I was like going on tour or something it would kind of be like this bad thing and then I would like constantly be apologizing for like being too busy and so I was about to go on tour and I was about to start dating Christian and I was like I can't do this I can't I can't date him um, because I'm about to go on tour so I call Christian to end it and I'm telling him all this stuff and I said I would just I would just feel so bad because I'll be on tour and I wouldn't get to pay attention to you and give you what you need and all this stuff and it sounded really good and then christian stopped me like literally stopped me mid-sentence and he said sadie just stop he's like 
never apologize for the things God's doing in your life. And then he said, if it's a win for the kingdom and if it's a win for you, it will always be a win for me. And as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, this is totally (laughs) different. And then uh, that line was literally in our wedding vows and it just like has stayed true to this day. And so I knew he was the one whenever he's told me, don't apologize for the things God's doing in my life. Gosh, he is such a good guy. That is, I wish more men would say that. Way to go, Christian. I know. Go, Christian. Snaps for Christian. And honestly, that was very, um, like, helpful for me because when we had the LO Sisters weekend, um, I remember you shared that story. And again, from the outside looking in, you could be like, oh, my gosh, they have the most perfect relationship. I mean, all these relationships on social media. And it was really, like, helpful for me to be like, oh, well, they did have a moment of, like, let's take a step back or breaking up or whatever. And it's not that I like anyone's like wishing bad on you, but it was helpful to see that not every person's journey is so perfect. And so this, and it was like very much like, Oh, okay. So it doesn't always have to look so like shiny on social media. And that was just like, so helpful for me. Okay. It's good. And to be honest, I don't think anybody is perfect. I think if it's perfect, it's just our, our perspective. So that's a good point. Yes. Okay. Two more questions. So another question is from Suddenly Maddie. She said, I'm trying to lead a friend to the Lord, but she stopped responding advice. That's a great question. You know, I will say I learned this the hard way that uh, not everybody wants to listen. Not everyone wants to receive it. And I remember this moment I had with this homeless man where the Lord told me to go give him my Bible and not audibly, I didn't hear the Lord audibly say, go give me your Bible. But I knew that I knew that I knew that God said, go give this man your Bible. So I went up to this man and I put my Bible out and I said, I want to give you this. This means more to me than anything. And I want you to have this. And he said, he said, no, I, I can't take that. And I said, sure you can, you know, <laughs> like, I want you to have this. Like, please just take it. And he's like, no, I, I can't, I can't take that. And he kept getting just like so aggressive with this. I can't take that. And then he said, someone else will, but I, I just can't. Mm. And it broke me. I mean, I was like, I wept about that. It really bothered me for a while. Just that concept that he felt like someone else could take it because someone else is more worthy, but he can't. And, you know, at at that point in my life, I did what I could. I, I, I was obedient to the Lord and trying to give him my Bible. But at the end of the day, that person has to receive it. And so there is something to being consistent and being able to be there and that person knowing that you're there. But at the same time, you have to let that person choose, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you've read the book, Redeeming Love or seen the movie, like there's a a point where Michael Jose is like, I have to let her go because she has to choose. To love me and so it's the same with the lord like do your part be obedient always be there don't make a scene don't get mad be um loving as as christ would but you have to let them choose just like the prodigal son is a great example of that of letting them be the one to, to run to god mm, that is such such good advice and the redeeming love movie cried like a baby when i watched it <laughs> i know right I was, it <laughs> it'll get you yeah it'll get you Okay, the last question, and this is something I love to ask all my guests, is what makes you happy and healthy? 
I love it. I love that question. I love that whole concept of your podcast. I was thinking what makes me happy and healthy is probably just a big game of tennis with my family. It's like my happy place. Like all summer long, we go out and we play tennis. We'll play, um, my parents have a court, so we'll play late at night, turn the lights on, and we'll do tournaments. And it just makes me so happy being in fellowship with my family and so healthy because I'm being active. So that's my happy spot. And I love that question. Right, that's so fun. I didn't know you played tennis. I love that. That's yes, awesome. I love it. Do you play? No, I, I've i tried and it is just an absolute failure. And I, <laughs> I actually tore the, my UCL in my elbow. So like when I play, uh, it hurts. And so that's bad. I'm more of like a cheerleader dancer type of girl. I don't even remember if the Ello Sisters weekend, I was. Girl, <laughs> you broke it down. Listen. We have our LO Sister Weekend this weekend, actually, with all of our new ambassadors. And I was thinking, I was like, we need someone like get, like you because you dropped it <laughs> down. Like, you got that party started. Maybe a yeah. little too much, but it was a good time. It was a good That's old awesome. time. Well, Sadie, thank you so much for, you know, jumping on Happy and Healthy with me. I'm so excited for your book. Congrats on it. It comes out tomorrow, February 1st. So when this podcast is out, the book will already be available for purchase. So let them know where they can purchase that. Yes, you can get the book anywhere books are sold. If you're in any bookstore, Target, Walmart, Books Million, wherever, you can also get it on Amazon.com or on LiveOriginal.com. But yeah, go check it out. Hope you love it. Thanks for the shout out, friend. And thanks for having me on your podcast. Of course. And let Maddie and I know whenever you're out in Dallas, we would love to have you over. Hey, I sure will. I'd love that. That'd be so fun. All right. Bye, guys. Stay happy and healthy. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye, Sadie. Bye. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Sadie Robertson Huff. I think she is incredible. I just love that conversation with her. So I hope you guys will check out her new book. Who are you following? Pursuing Jesus in a social media obsessed world. Again, the link will be down below. Um, definitely looking forward to, you know, hearing who you guys want to Uh, have me have on the podcast next. And again, make sure you're following our Instagram, Happy and Healthy Podcast, to be featured in the next little Q&A for our guests. We are putting out polls every single week to have you guys submit questions for the upcoming guests. So make sure you guys do that so you can have a chance to be featured as well. I just wanted to say thank you so much to our monthly supporters. You guys can donate down below if you want. This is not a pressure, but I always want to make sure I am appreciative and thankful to our monthly supporters. I want to just do a round of applause for them. Thank you guys. Y'all are the best. Thank you guys so much for sewing us into this podcast. It really does help me be able to invest into higher equipment and pay for subscriptions to produce these and just to do better quality content for y'all. Again, this is not a requirement. This podcast is free to listen, but thank you guys so much for sowing a seed. It means the world to me. So I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys next week for another episode, but until then stay happy and healthy. I'll see you guys or talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye guys. (laughs) 